Investor Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties and getting passive income so you never have to work a job again. Now, I absolutely love making passive income, and I love showing you also how to make passive income. And honestly, the reason why I named my company, my online company, Master Passive Income, is because... Literally, this is mastering it. If you invest in real estate rental properties, you will absolutely master passive income. Now, there's a lot of different types of passive income. There could be, you know, let's say you write a book and you sell it over and over again. And then that book keeps generating income because you did it once and it keeps selling over and over again. Think of like Stephen King or any, well, famous author. They keep selling their books because people keep finding them great passive income. In fact, they don't necessarily have to keep writing books. Now, if you're not like Stephen King, well, I take that back. Actually, Stephen King keeps writing books. The reason why he keeps writing books, he makes more money. People find other books. Same thing with every single author out there. They try to write more books so people find books and they keep going back and reading the other ones. Same thing if you write a song. The more songs you write, the more people listen to your other songs and they keep going back and finding more songs of yours and they keep making money from those passive income. Now, what we do with real estate is we buy one rental property and that one rental property is doing all of the work for us. Now, we do hire our employees or basically our contractors, our property managers, realtors, inspectors. We build the business for us, which you've heard me say all the time. You've always heard me say, build the business first. And our properties, those are the ones that actually do the work for us. They are the ones that make money for us. Our property managers just make sure that our properties are in good shape. We have good people inside there, which are, you know, our property managers are fantastic. And that's what we're going to be talking about today with our property managers is trying to make sure that we're not losing money and we're making the most money possible. And having a property manager looking at the fees that they charge, because fees can absolutely destroy your business. And actually, one of my coaching students, my one-on-one coaching student, she was looking and interviewing loads and loads of property managers. And actually, all of my coaching students, I give them specific homework items on building their business. I give them step one, step two, step three. I see where they're at, figure out what their goals are, what the risk tolerance is, is and are, and I help giving them the right homework for them to do. Well, one of my students, she, as she is finding property managers, she was going through the step-by-step homework that I gave her, and she came across one really, really good property manager. And in that property manager, she saw everything's great, talking to them on the phone, sounded fantastic, answering all of her questions, very, very helpful. And then, and then she realized and found out all of the fees that they were going to be charging. And as I'm looking over the property management agreement with her, because remember, she's my one-on-one coaching student. As I'm looking at these fees, I'm showing her that, oh my goodness, like you're literally being charged for everything, like anything and everything that a property manager is going to be doing for you. They are literally charging you. It's almost like, why in the world am I paying you this 10% a month 
fee. Like, what good is that? Like, what does that go to? Apparently, it was only going to collecting rent and handling phone calls. And even that, if there was any charges for repairs or fix-ups, she was going to get nickel and dime for that. Like, the property manager would take fees for that fix-up. So anyways, it was sad that the only thing that that 10% was going to, that she was paying every single month, was just for collecting rent. Everything else was charges. And so with coaching with her one-on-one, literally showing her that she's going to be nickel and dimed to death, even though it looks like on paper she's going to be making $250 a month in passive income, she was going to be losing money because of all of the fees. Now, I absolutely want to help you invest. If you're looking at one-on-one coaching, if you'd like for me to help you one-on-one coaching like I've done so many hundreds of other students where I literally walk you through the process step-by-step, coach you, give you all the options, and then you make the best decision for you and your family, your risk tolerances, your financial ability, all that sort of stuff, and I get you to where you actually are investing, if you want to do that, I want to invite you to jump on a call where you can learn about the coaching program and see if it would be a good fit. Check in the description. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call, all one word, book a call, B-O-O-K-A-C-A-L-L. And like I said, it'll be in the description forward slash book a call. You will be able to get on a phone call and we can see if it's going to be a good step for you to actually do one-on-one coaching. And with the one-on-one coaching, that is the best option for everybody who wants to literally start investing and get it done. Almost 100% of all my students actually get their first property within six months. And their second property comes in the next month or two after that. I'll give you an example. One of my students, I taught him. He is now teaching his wife. And his wife is now, she got a first property within like three months of starting her building her business. And she got right before her property closed, the first property, she got a second property under contract. Now she's closing on her second property. So this is something that you absolutely can do. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. I'll even walk through the property managers, making sure we're getting the right ones. I'll walk you through every single step of the way, analyzing properties, analyzing areas of the country to invest, helping you find financing. That's one of the things I love to do is show all of the options that are out there and allowing the student to pick what's best. I'll show them the options and how it's going to happen if you pick this one option and the results of these options. That's something I just love to do because most people don't know what the options are until they actually go through with it. My goal is to teach you how to fish, not just give you a fish, like just give you a property and say, hey, buy this property and, and you'll be good. No, no, no. That would be detrimental to you. In fact, you would probably do it wrong the next time. I show you how to fish so that you can continually do this over and over again. In fact, I have students that have four or five different ponds. Like if you're fishing, if you have four different lines in the water and four different ponds, you're probably going to catch a fish. I have students that invest in four or five different cities because those are the ponds that they invest in. So I'm going to do that with you. Now, as we're looking at our property managers, there are so many fees that are going to come up. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is all the fees that are going to come up and what you need to watch out for when you're hiring your property manager. Something I learned a long time ago that property managers charge so much money. In fact, different managers charge different fees. They call it different things. But I want to talk you through and walk you through and what to look for and seeing how much property managers charge and even what they can charge for and everything that you can actually get 
attempt to not charge you. We don't want to get overcharged. We're fine with paying them for doing the right work that needs to be done on our properties, but um, we're not fine for them just to make money. We got to realize that these are our quarterbacks in our real estate investing business. See, I buy properties all over the country. My students in the real estate wealth builders community, they buy properties all over the country, but we do not manage them ourselves because we have property managers run the business for us. At the same time, we're not paying for the property managers. In fact, we don't pay for our property managers. We don't pay for our taxes. We don't pay for insurance. We don't even pay our mortgage. Our tenants pay for all that stuff. So we account for the property manager before we buy the property and we pay the property manager. So these are our quarterbacks. There's probably a reason why in the NFL, the quarterbacks are the highest paid players ever. The quarterbacks are because they score. They make you money. That's what our property managers do. They make us money. So we're not doing this to try to get out of paying them. No, we pay them and we pay them well, but we don't want to overpay them. We don't want to waste money because they say, well, I just want to charge you for this and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Now, the first fee that you would normally find is the property manager fees on a monthly basis. Now, what people usually ask me is, well, Dustin, what's the normal fee for a property manager? Well, what it really comes down to, it's not just a normal fee, like percentage or anything like that. It really depends on the city or the state. Now remember, I invest all over the country. I have students that invest all over the country and every single place that we go, property managers would charge differently. Some may charge a percentage, some may charge like $100 a month or a flat fee. It could be a bunch of variations. If there is an average that we have, it would be about 10% of the rents every single month is a decent, it's a, it's a really good amount of rent. If it was a flat fee, I'd say anywhere from like $75 a month to $100 a month. If it's flat, it should not be like $200 a month. That's a lot of money. Well, I mean, it can if you're getting $3,000 in rent. But you're going to find that in different cities, you're going to have flat fee. You're going to have um, a, a portion of being percentage or you have all percentage or flat and portion being percentage. You're going to have a whole bunch of different types. But what you're going to see is as you're interviewing property managers, you're going to see everybody in this one city they charge relatively the same. They're trying to be competitive. What's great, and there's a huge pro tip I'm gonna give you, negotiate with every property manager. Always negotiate. Say, I've already talked to Joe over here and he's charging me 10%. You want 12%? Well, I might go with these guys unless you can change. Oh yes, we can lower to 10%. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Always negotiate. So depending on each city, you have different ways that they charge. But like I just said, 10% is usually the average, but if you have a flat fee, it's probably about $100, give or take around there. Now, there are going to be plenty of fees, not just the monthly fee. There are so many other fees. In fact, there are some sneaky ones, which I'll get into that you need to watch out for. But other ones that are plain as day is a leasing fee. Now, the leasing fee is if you have a property and they're going to find you a tenant, they're going to work hard. They're going to list it. They're going to show the property. They're going to get signing contracts and all that stuff with tenants. Well, they got to be paid for doing that work, which is completely understandable. Now, what you're going to get most places are saying one month's rent. So the first month's rent is all of the property managers. Like, shoot, I was only, I'm only able to rent it for 12 months out of the year. I can't add extra months. You're taking one month out of the year. Oh my goodness. That's, I'm only going to be renting it for 11 months or making money out of 11 months. Remember, remember, this is a huge pro tip. Negotiate. What I've literally done is said, you want full first month's rent. I want, how about I pay you half? Let's do half. And we probably settle on maybe three quarters or something like that. 
Any money saved every single month in passive income or in a leasing fee is money saved as a penny saved, a penny earned. So I saved that money and I made that money. So you want to negotiate that. So, but the average is probably about half a month's rent or a couple hundred dollars. I would say a minimum of about $250 to actually lease the property. Maximum would be $1,000. Anybody, like if you have first month's rent and you're renting the house for $2,000, they do not need $2,000 for leasing the property. I would go get a leasing agent, just a leasing agent, pay them less or market it myself. For $2,000, I can do a lot. So watch out for how much they're charging there as well. Another thing you need to look out for is re-leasing fee, R-E, re-leasing fee. If your tenant's been in over the year, you're gonna need to have them sign another lease. Once they sign another lease, your property manager might say, you know what, we charge you the first year, but the second year, we gotta make money again. So we're gonna charge you another first month's rent. Like, wait, you're charging me another month's rent, even though they're already in there, you've already done the work, you're just literally sending them an e-document for the sign and I'm paying you for that? No, change that. Literally try to get them like, $200 $200 for a releasing fee. You know, they got to do a little bit of work and, you know, you understand that, but that's something you absolutely need to watch out for because they're going to gouge you. They're literally going to take that money from you. And it's like, no way. I'm, I work hard for this money. I bought this property. It's my property. So absolutely negotiate that releasing fee. Here's another one you need to watch out for is rehab costs. Now, what they might do is charge you, let's say 10% for any work that needs to be done in the house. They charge you 10% on top of what the contractor, let's say the contractor comes in and says, it's gonna be a $3,000 job to fix up this property. Well, we're gonna tack on 10%, which is $300. So instead of $3,000, you're paying $3,300 or $3,300. You're paying $300 extra for the property manager to make a phone call. Well, if the, I personally don't like that. Now, if it is above you know three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, then it's a lot more work on their end. They're checking the property. They're calling up all the, the uh, contractor and handyman. They're coordinating all that sort of stuff. So they have to be paid. But if it's a regular maintenance type thing, no. And on top of that, I usually try to find property managers. And most property managers don't charge this. I, I take that back. Half would probably charge and half wouldn't. I love property managers that say, no, my 10% that I get every single month, that goes towards fixing up the property as well. So what I would suggest is look for property managers that do not charge a 10% or a percentage fee on any rehab, maintenance calls. I even had, here's another sneaky one. They might say, well, anytime there's a maintenance call, we're gonna add 10%. So if the toilet's leaking, the Senate handy mail, it's gonna be 50 bucks. You're gonna pay $5 more, 10% extra for this. You don't want that. All they're doing is filling the phone call. Like, what am I paying you every single month 10% for if you're gonna charge me all over again? So don't let them charge that line that out or cross that inside the inside their property management agreement, cross that out. You don't want that in there. Another one would be property inspections. I personally don't really have my property managers go there once a quarter, once a year or anything like that. When there's a problem, they go over to the property. But if you wanna have your property manager actually inspect the property, take the time to drive there, walk through the property, check to make sure the tenants are doing good, which is totally fine, it's totally doable, but just be aware, they're gonna charge you for that extra you know, once a year or, or biannually. They wanna make sure that they're getting paid for that extra work of driving out there, or it actually could be inside the price of everything that you're already paying for in your property management fee. So watch out for that sort of fee. Another fee, and this one is kind of okay, is the eviction fee. Actually evicting a tenant. 
that takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of work. Number one, trying to collect money over and over again. But if you're actually having to go to the eviction court, they're going to have to charge for their time. They're not actually getting paid for that. So what I actually have some, some property managers that don't charge extra for the eviction fee, but there are plenty that actually do. So you want to watch out for how much they're going to charge and how much it's going to, how long it's going to take. And if they're going to have any extra work that they're going to have to charge you any extra after that, watch out for the eviction fees. I personally like property managers that have that included in their property management, that the eviction fee, it's just part of their time because that's just part of managing the property is in the eviction process. Now you would have more fees for eviction, like the court filing fee, your lawyer fee, writing a writ, which means, you know, the, the sheriff goes, the deputy goes out to the house, kicks out the tenant. You're going to have all that stuff as well, but you're going to have these other fees, but try to get your property manager not to charge you extra for the eviction process. Now, this is what you've been waiting for. I'm going to give you some more sneaky fees. I've kind of trickled a few in there, but here are some really sneaky fees that you don't want not want to pay for. Number one would be a setup fee. Basically setting up an account, like saying, yes, I'll let you, I'll work for you um, as a property manager, charging you just to say yes, like they don't need to do anything. They might put your account in a computer or something. There's no setup charge. There's nothing. It's just silly. I always line out setup charges. Those are ridiculous. Another one is they might charge you or say they're going to charge you if and when the property is not rented. It's like they want to keep making money, even though you're not making money. I always tell them, hey, what's this line item here where it says if the property's not rented, you get a minimum of $50 a month. Like, why? That just, how about instead of that, if the property's not rented, you give me a minimum of $100 a month in rent because I'm counting on you to rent the property. They'll be like, no, 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 that, no, we can't do that. Like, well, good. Take out that stupid charge of making sure that I'm charged every single month if it's not rented. If I'm not making money, you're not making money. That's your job is to make me money. Another one would be like an advertising fee. Remember, we're already paying them the first month's rent or a portion of the first month's rent to actually get the property leased. But let's say they want to actually do advertising. It's like, no, that's part of your money that I'm paying you upfront with that first month's rent. When they move in, you collect that first month's rent and you keep it. I don't get that. That is what you do. That's what you use to make sure that you market the property, right? That's leasing, that's finding properties or tenants, that's finding it's the setup fee, that's advertising, that's showing. All that is encapsulated inside that one fee. But what you're going to find is property managers can say, shoot, they, this landlord might not know what I'm doing. So I'm just going to add this line item in here. No, we don't want to have that sneaky fee at all. Another one would be a late fee. Now, I've had property managers say all the late fee, let's say it's $40 for the late fee, we're gonna get the the property managers getting 100% of that late fee. I tell them, no, I need money too. Like, even though you need money, I completely and wholeheartedly understand if you're a property manager, you gotta get paid for the extra work to actually track down the money, go to their house over and over again and wait for it and all that sort of stuff, calling them up. I completely understand that, but I need money as well. So, if, you're, if the property manager is saying, well, we need to at least be making the $40 because that's our minimum, say, well, charge $80. So I get $40 as well. You need to make sure that you adjust it. And then this is what most people wouldn't think of that. They might just say, oh, okay. No, have them charge more as a, a late fee. Now, a late fee is also gonna be good for you because you're gonna be making money, keeping them from actually paying late. I don't mind making a little extra money, but I'd rather have them pay on time, be happy with the property, so don't let them take all the property late fee. What you should do is say, here's a late fee, let's just cut it in half. I get half, 
you get half. And here's another sneaky fee that they're going to try to take from you, but it should be all yours, the pet fee. Now, you may charge, and what I usually charge, I strongly suggest you charge an extra money, like $25 a month extra per pet up until like four pets. And then there's just too many. You can't have that many more pets because it's going to be junk inside your house because of all the, the poop and pee and all that sort of stuff. But what you might have with the property manager might say, well, we get that fee. We get that pet fee. Like, no, you don't. That pet fee is a deposit basically to help me clean it when the house is vacated by the pets and the the, um, pet owner. Once the tenant's out, I need that money to clean that property. So don't let them take any of that pet fee. That should be all yours, 100% yours. Also, if you are paying your utilities, well, it's a a tip that I'm going to give you. Sometimes in some cities, the utilities follow, like the water and sewer and garbage, follow the property, not the tenant. Even though the tenant can put it in their name, this is like literally some some deep like type coaching here because you would probably never hear this. But if the utilities is attached to the tenant and you don't have to worry about it, but in some areas, the utilities would be attached to the property. Now the tenant would put it inside their name, even though it's inside their name, even when they move out, of course they're gonna try to collect their but you will have a lien against your house if the municipality, the city, the county makes a law saying that the water bill, sewer bill, all that sort of stays on the property, then you as the homeowner must pay it. Suggestion would be having your property manager pay the water bill or whatever the utility is and then collect that from the tenants. Now, here's a fee that they're going to charge. It's a little okay for me if they charge 10% of the whole utility fee, like if it's $100 for the utilities, they charge $10 to do the collecting, to do the paying. They have to spend more time doing that. That's not normal. I'm totally fine with that, but that's something that you gotta be watching out for. They might charge you even more than that. So watch out for that sneaky fee. And one of the worst sneaky fees is an early termination fee that they might charge you. Let's say you're working with this company and they say, we have an early termination fee of $350. If you stop working with us, within this first year or a year or whatever it is, we're gonna charge you $350. Like, no, if you suck as a property manager, I need to be able to fire you and get somebody else right away. I don't, it doesn't matter that I am in the middle of a quote unquote contract with you. Strike that out. I'm not gonna pay you because you suck and then keep you because I'm afraid of paying that that um, uh, terminate early termination fee. What we wanna do is line that out and say, if you suck, you're fired just like every single employee. And the last thing you need to do is subscribe to my channel and hit the notification bell because I'm giving out so much great information on how to invest in real estate rental properties. And don't forget my free real estate investing course. Check in the description, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. My free real estate investing course showing you how to find properties, fund, get money for the properties, buy the properties right, build a business first, make money in passive income and quit your job. And you guys remember that I want to work with you Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. It'll link will be in the description. I want to work with you. We could jump on a call, see what all the one-on-one coaching is all about. But let's do this. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week. See ya.